Evening, everybody. Welcome to What's On Joe Mind. We've had an eventful day and an eventful week here in the world of G.I. Joe. Uh, we'll be back with you in just a minute or two. We've got a, a week full of news, and we've got a Hasbro PulseCon G.I. Joe panel to round up. we got the honcho. we got Rack Time Rob. And we'll be right back. Come listen to our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> What's on Joe Mind? We are a fan cast throughout the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing this week? <laughs> Dandy. We almost normally, a... nor- normally, I ain't got nothing to do on Saturday night, but now, bam! Now, now you just, this week, you had nothing to do on Friday night. That's true. No, that's... it was uh, it was the honorable Derek Weber's birthday last night. Oh, that's night. right. That's yeah. Because right. we almost, we, I tried to schedule something else for the, the free night, and you are like, oh, no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Uh-huh. And an- another big time show, not what's on your mind level. Well, come on. What was like you were free on Sunday, right? And I said, no, because that's the honorable Elizabeth Weber's birthday. So. Uh, what is it with your family chunking birthdays together? Hey, man, is- at least there ain't nothing else going on in late September, early October. I mean, it's just like you and your brother are, are a day apart. And, and what's more, a day and two days before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then you Sucks. got both your- both kids within a couple days of one another. Yeah. But in between the Jewish high holidays. Right. right. But when is the lovely Mrs. Weber's birthday? Not not to make Joe, I'm not gonna reveal that on the internet. But it's come but it's coming up. Uh uh but they are around, it has to be around one of those two clusters. Of things, so. <laughs> but I have learned from my own trials and tribulations, the uh the Weber children and of course the dog with the squeaky toy. Um have their birthdays separate but equal. They pick where they go to dinner. They pick the dessert. Okay. They pick what they want to do. So last night was uh, steak. Derek's a steak maniac. Steak, uh, chocolate, a really good chocolate cake from a local place. Um, and then he wanted to watch Andor because we hadn't watched Andor yet. So we haven't watched Andor either. It's pretty good. Well, I only watched episode one. It's pretty good. Unless unless Racktime Rob has done so without me, which he is he is want to do. I, I have not on this one yet. All right, good. All right. Anyway, but I totally dusted you on uh, lower decks. Let me, uh, let me, let me hand the uh, the baton back since I just took over. No, go ahead. Well, I am Sir Pin Tor, so I figure I should be the emperor. But, uh, but I, I was, I when when we started off tonight, I was about to to re- remark to everyone how you uh, almost missed tonight anyway because mm-hmm. you had it in your head somehow that we had an eight o'clock start. Yeah, I'm like, oh, we're going on early this week at eight. <laughs> no, 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 that's silly. What? Well, yeah, that's it. That that whole read the instructions thing. Eh. Uh, you know, I only said what a text and an instant message, and yeah, yeah. Eh. <laughs> but I responded quick. 
That's true. <laughs> I came off the deck pretty fast, but that's why I'm in my comfiest sweatshirt, complete with the failing sleeves and elbows. But man, this thing's the best. I don't know if I'll ever give it up. And uh, for for those of you who are are not uh, not familiar, this man in the top row with me, this is the former head of marketing for the GI Joe team at, at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's me with a degree in broadcast journalism and lots of on-air experience. Not that that would come in handy, um, but I'm, uh, I don't always get to watch these things live, but rainy in Rhode Island today, soccer got canceled. So uh, I was, I was right there with the rest of you just awesome. re refraining from commenting, but writing notes furiously. Yeah. I, I who wants to leave comments? Yeah. Uh, apparently only angry sociopaths. I, I will tell you this. Reason. Once in a while, I've watched it live and someone just drops the, where's Mark comment in? And it makes my heart go all a flutter. Oh, but, gone, gone, but not forgotten. A welcome to Rich Cohan. First time he's able to enter the live chat slash stream. Welcome, Rich Cohan. And he will be richer, richer for the experience. Let's hope. Mm. Uh, in the bottom row, uh, all by his lonesome as Joe Colton is on assignment. Rack time, Rob. Uh, I'm stretching out. Oh. Right? Look at that. All oh, so many. You have room for so many activities. You gotta be man spreading down here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to think about that. Ooh, just keep that camera up here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as it is, you you guys can't hear it on the microphone. He stretches out like that, and it's it's just gas, gas, gas. <laughs> yeah, we we have we don't have enough followers yet to activate smell vision, but. <laughs> Let me I tell you. So uh, once we get to twenty five hundred, that's that's the next step. What's on Joe Mind's scratch and sniff is going to be huge. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if it's huge in a big way though. Yeah, we'll see. But hey, people will be talking. That's right. No such thing as bad publicity. Nope. <laughs> I'll be smelling us all the way out to smell country. That's it. It's not flavor country. <laughs> Although they say it's eighty percent of flavor country, but it's, it's not not quite. That's a good point. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, anything happened this week? I mean, <laughs> of course, stuff happened this week. It was a pretty big week. Besides, um, excuse me, besides Hasbro Pulse's event this weekend, and a great job to everybody putting that together. It was a, a seamless type of show, as always. Uh, always very well produced. Um, we are not here to bring you anything from day one. We don't care about the stuff that happened on day one. Mm. Uh, well, wait, didn't they drop a couple, they dropped a couple names, right? On the pre-show before they, they game one. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, I'm did. just saying they did. You're, you're, you're correct. They did. So I did not, uh, from day one. I didn't, I, I've already covered that. Like in my head, that's already done. Right. It's right, old news. I've already posted all of, all of our cheap graphics on Twitter. Like they're done. I'm, I'm done with doing cheap graphics today. Did you let the graphics interns go home for the weekend? I did. All, I mean, always. You can't make those kids work. They're only here for class credit as it is. I can't bring them in on the weekend. You're, all, you're all heart, Mike. That, all really, heart. that would be total guilt trip. <laughs> well, they'd finish, they'd finish cleaning the bathroom anyway. So, well, you'd, you'd hope. We'd, we'd, just, we'd just wind up messing it up again anyway. Anyways, um, so, yeah, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, uh, thank you. We appreciate that. Please remember to like our video and subscribe to our channel. Those are the two things you can do to help us out the absolute most. If you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. That uh, lets them know at Facebook that the algorithms are working because uh, Lord knows they don't seem to be working as it is. 
um, yeah, like if you're if you're catching us uh, on YouTube and you're not subscribed, please go ahead and subscribe. It's about twenty five percent of you that don't. Our subscription total has not moved; it has not budged in a solid month. It'd be nice to know if we were still growing this thing. So please mm -hmm. uh, get on over there if you haven't. Hit that little subscribe button. What are you drinking there, Mark? Dr. Pepper. There's no dot after the R, by the way. Okay. In case you were wondering about that. I mean, he's not actually a doctor. That that degree is from someplace in the Cayman. It, right. it was only in holistic medicine. Yeah. He didn't go to, to eight years of Pepper school to be called Mr. Pepper. <laughs> All right. Jonathan Childress, he, he, he's helping us out. That's there progress. You go. Jonathan Childress, thank you. See, now we got scratch and sniff because that smells like victory. <laughs> Andrew Goggin says, so it's draw pepper. <laughs> Drip pepper. Maybe, maybe more like dur pepper. Derp. Derp Derp pepper. There you go. Derp pepper. It's from Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. My dad's from Texas. I'm sorry. I said Dr. Pepper's from Texas. So maybe it is derp pepper. And then, ah, I just I ripped on Texas. My dad, my dad's from Texas. It's all right. And he, uh, Anyways, I'm not going there. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to make another hair joke at your family's expense. So I'm going to... <laughs> speaking that... up, speaking of shipwrecks toupee today looked really, really familiar. Yeah, I, <laughs> I told Rob that uh, we're we're watching that thing. We've got it on the you know YouTube on the big TV here, and um, I say to him, "You realize that that's going on snake eyes and maybe never coming off. No, 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 no. You're dead wrong. That's going on mind bender and it's going to be incredible. Oh, oh even better. My middle, middle age crisis, mind bender going clubbing. He's got the abs for it. So, so good. So good. So uh, what do you say? We go ahead and get this thing started now that we've blown 10 minutes of everybody's life. God forbid. Before I break into the Dr. Thunder. <laughs> the assist, moonshine of Dr. assist Pepper. to duh to duh collector right <laughs> it's uh oh hey that that that's a little premature Let's go ahead, get into community calendar there's a comic-con or a toy show what's on your mind wants to know tell mike mark and joe community calendar And there you go. Remember, if you've got a show in your area or not even in your area, um, let us know at the email that's there. Uh, be sure to write a sentence or two in there. If you just throw a link in an email, it tends to throw it into spam, and I we're not necessarily going to see that. So uh, help us out. Mm -hmm. Help us out. Write us an actual email. Ask how or, I'm wrong. Or, or a letter. Now, now, here you go. You're making fun of snail mail. Those people work hard, Mark. That's true. Those people work hard. Anyways, snail mail is how I get all my GI Joes. There right. you go. Right? They used to deliver letters. Now they're delivering everybody's humongous boxes. That's right. Now that now that they're old, they have to lift even more. Right. And give them credit, because and not to make light of mass shootings, but the original bit used to be called going postal. Because it was a lot of postal workers in a row way back in the eighties, uh, but they have they have got their crap together, right? It's very calm now, right? Don't worry about the postmen; they're good. 
Uh, Doug Dello says he can unsubscribe and resubscribe. <laughs> no, that no. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think it works that way. Yeah. It's not Ferris Bueller's day off. We can't just drive the car in reverse and roll the odometer back. It doesn't work like that. No, no. But if everybody out there wanted to create a second account and then just play play our, our playlists on those second accounts nonstop, that would be all right. I'll try, I'll try that. There you go. That's that's some thinking for you there, Doug Dello. Take it to the next level. <laughs> First up, it's in a couple of Sundays. Uh, New England GI Joe show at the Knights of Columbus Hall in Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Still not sure if Mark Weber is confirmed to to be attending. Not confirmed. I don't want I don't want people to you know stake it out right and like get their shot at me, <laughs> and not in a good way. Right, right. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about it kind of like Flint's apparently thinking about. It. Right. <laughs> Looks a little angry, a little not, disturbed. Non-committed, but set jaw and clenched fists. Right. So, mm. Apparently, from what we've heard in the comments, he's just prepping for a weekend at Tewksbury. Not impressed by the antics of the 60s Joes behind him. He's tired of watching his sister's kids. Hey, look, one's got a bazooka. Isn't that cute? Oh, look, little Timmy has a machete. (laughs) Uh, $7 admission. Uh, Children are free. Uh, Early preview is 9 a.m. It is uh, $20 for the honor. Uh, They are open from 10 to 2 on the October 16th. So if you're in anywhere in the New England area, because none of you are, frankly, that far away from anybody of the rest of you, uh, get yourself to Tewksbury. Give them a parking problem. Get to the New England G.I. Joe show. There's no Red Sox game that day, so. <laughs> this season, has there been one any day? Just saying. No, there hasn't. Just saying. <laughs> Come get Xander Bogart's autograph before he's gone. Just saying. His locker might be cleaned out now. Trevor Story will be signing autographs with his left hand, the one that isn't broken. Anyway. My goodness. Bob Tewksbury not appearing, which is weird. I, I mean, you'd think so, but he did not found the town. So mm-hmm. that's true. Mike Lowell being Lowell going, where are all fans at? <laughs> he'll, he'll be on MLB Network, being surprisingly good at television. He's not bad. Yeah. Former Yankee. Uh, I would go to Dorchester for Pete Doherty's autograph. But uh, Big Gay Dave says, let's see, 1,427 miles away from me. Same not confused, Big Day Dave. Just a good stretch of the legs. That's right. Get yourself out there and uh, you know, build some muscle. Forrest Gump would run it. Work that cardio. Yeah. So you smoke him if you got him. It says burner count activated. There we go. See, we're encouraging, we go. We're encouraging borderline criminal behavior. It's going to be a good that's show. Not at all. Not at all. No, that's how some people get 9,000 followers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's it's more legal than that. Anyways, uh, next up, Mark, you're not being held hostage. It's okay. That's hard to do, man. <laughs> Blink I mean, before your eyeballs maybe, dry out. Maybe I got to give him more respect. <laughs> New Jersey Collector Con. It's happening Saturday, October 29th. Uh, that is from 10 to 5, uh, $10 admission, $20 early bird at 8 a.m. That's two hours of free floor time. But, man, 
8 a.m. on a Saturday. That's kind of against that's against the whole spirit of weekends. That's what I call soccer o'clock in Rhode Island. That is in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. That's at the Holiday Inn. Uh, Just off the turnpike. Go on. Head on out there. Uh, Rich Gohan, I watch you guys every weekend. This is the first time I'm able to join live. Again, we welcomed you before. I don't know what you're angling for, Rich Gohan. He must have a Friday night thing, right? You got bouncer, maybe. Here's the hug guys you guys love. Uh, going to toy who going to Toy Ohio on October 15th. Well, Rich, why haven't you dropped us a, an email about Toy Ohio? Sure Ooh, like to know about Toy Ohio. It's a good point. Like Rob Racktime Rob and I, we might even be in range of Toy Ohio. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So <laughs> as we take the new guy and throw him front and center and make him feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, hey, glad you're here. Whack. <laughs> it's called it's called it's called a good-natured ribbing, a little hazing. He watches every week. He knows what he's in for. It's a tough room. He watches, he knows. And uh yeah, like uh, Pendragon Design says, they are giving away on America uh, and Omega Supreme. And that's a uh, good good floor prizes every hour and I think that's the one they're giving away when the show closes at 5 o'clock. That's a that's a hell of a transformer too. Yeah, my, my son's Derek's jam. His jam is the Titan series, which oh, I launched, by the way. Um, but he's got them all on top of a giant bookcase, and they look fantastic. Except for that jabroni. Uh, uh, oh shoot, the the Decepticon dinosaur, Trypticon. Yeah. He's way too big because he's got that stinking tail sticking out of the back. So he's over on top of the computer desk where he can have some man stretching room i guess some man spreading that's right that is uh that is kind of how tails work though i know i'm just like it was working so good the display looks great and they don't fall and the cat can't get to them and and got got trypticon messing it all up i'm just saying if that's happening up front that ain't no tail yeah that's a good point so that's some that's some needle nose stuff going on and if you're a big transformer fan you know exactly what i'm talking well, everyone does after yesterday because you know, they, they're reissuing one. Needle knows. Happy to see you. If Mark's kids didn't teach him slang, how unfun would this stream be? I'm, I'm totally woke. <laughs> Every morning at 6.30. And by the way, I identify as awesome. So, <laughs> so anyways, if you're up in the Northeast, get yourself New Jersey Collector Con. You got time. Plenty of time. October 29th. Of course, assembly required. We had Brian Sauer on the show not too long ago. Talk about this one. This is a little bit more of a trek for for a lot of us. It's in Des Moines, Iowa, November 4th and 5th. It is a two-day event. That's a Friday and a Saturday. Uh, If you can only make Saturday, Saturday's all free. But get yourself over to codenameiowa.com and get all the details. Um. They had a hotel package. I'm not sure if those that's still open. I know they were trying to get some more rooms added. Um, all kinds of activities, both for uh, kids young and old. Um, and, uh, yeah, big big show. Gaining in popularity. They've been doing this for 11 years. It's been bigger every year. Uh, gets more and more uh, attention every time. And, and uh, frankly, it's it's maybe the most wholesome show that I can think of. Like they're really trying to put together family entertainment in a GI Joe theme, and and nobody else really does that. So, uh, if you have the opportunity, you got those vacation days, just burning a hole 
Uh, you got to in, in the pocket and you got to use them by the end of the year. Get yourself out to Des Moines. Get yourself to assembly required. You will not be sorry. I loved when they laid out all the activities and all the stuff they were doing and, and the, the you know OG card backs looked fantastic. And I was super impressed. So if I had a little more, uh, if I hadn't burned all my travel days right away uh, with a Ben trip, I, I would definitely consider this. It's also my favorite Moine. So yeah, uh, easily in the top three as far as Moines go. So. Yeah, I mean, Des Moines has it over Tremoyne <laughs> twice not, over. Not even close. Don't even talk about Lemoyne. Like, come on. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's big time. But yeah, I would, this, I mean, we go through shows all the time, right? Of what's coming up, trying to keep the fans engaged. But talking to Mr. Too Sweet to be Sour, which is what Chris Berman would call him. <laughs> uh I would uh, I would love to go to this show. It's just not in the cards this year. But if you can swing it, I think you should. Yeah, sa- same. I actually was was starting to put together plans to do this one, and then I changed jobs, and that that wasn't so much an option anymore. So maybe they won't maybe they won't have any any uh, you know passwords and stuff and email access, and you just can go there and sit and pretend to work too. Look, I don't even have to pretend to work because they're all aware of the situation I'm in. Like, it is a total free pass. <laughs> you, should, you should totally go office space and, like, gut fish at your desk. It'd be amazing. <laughs> it's been the best two weeks of my entire career. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm not ripping you. I think you've totally earned this at-work vacation. So right. I can't – I want it to go on forever. And, um, you know, I've, I've done – I have done some job shadowing. And I don't know if I'm just that lost or what I have to do is really that insignificant. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, it's going to be an adventure. I'll, I'll keep everybody posted in very vague terms on our Twitter account. You can follow all of our social media at the links down below. Uh, get yourself. If, if, if you're here, you might as well get signed up for the rest of that crap, too. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're even on TikTok. Uh, we're on Instagram. Got a busy day on Instagram for us. I think I posted twice. That's what I'm talking about. So that's a big deal. That's a big Instagram day for what's on Joe Mine. But uh, that, that's where all the silliness and the toy photos happen. So let's. Yeah. Strangely those. enough, he was posting on the Avalon Hill panel. Uh, right. I just like showing up the panels I know nothing about to complain. I fit right in. Yeah. I no just, kidding. I just, I just drop in and be like, "What the hell." Oh man! Hey, my per- my personal favorites today were the people, and I know some of them are joking, but I also know some of them weren't, who were complaining that the Indiana Jones figure looked like Han Solo. <laughs> really? Huh. No, no, no offense intended to anyone involved, but those are they're all hard watches. Like I can't imagine watching one you weren't vested in, right? Like, uh, just look, mm. look. I know we are GI Joe guys, so we're gonna say this anyway. But the GI Joe panel is consistently the best panel at these at these events. Should I, should I make the joke, or I'll just let that go? Let it go. I'm just gonna let that go. Let go. We know you, we know you're bitter. Doesn't mean I'm not. Doesn't mean I'm not right though. True. <laughs> Josiah Alcorn says uh, Rudat will be there, and yes, that's true. Ron Rudat Ron Rudat is the guest of honor at this year's assembly required. Um, Ron Wagner will also be there. Uh, so if you're you're wanting to get into some, get to know some classic GI Joe creators, mm-hmm. boom, assembly required. 
Also, Ron Burgundy going to be there broadcasting live. Ron Garvin is going to be there with the hands of stone. Ron Washington. Hands of stone, Ronnie Garvin. Cornette once hit him with a fireball and then said on the mic that he went up like the challenger. This was like 88. (laughs) Wow. He was Got a little bit of trouble for that one. A little yeah, bit. Well, I mean, Cornette, when he's not a not being a, a racist, he's good at his job. Oh, that's tough love right there. <laughs> Fanboy Expo's coming to Indianapolis. That is November 12th and 13th. Um, if you watched last week, you saw we we already got the guest list up there. Peter Cullen, Barbara Eden, Dave Foley, Jerry the King Lawler, Lex Luger, Lee Majors, Rikishi, Lindsey Wagner, Frank Welker, and many, many more. Uh, get more details on your own time at fanboyexpo.com. Uh, looks like it'll be a fun time. We're still trying to. I'm still trying to figure out if I can get to this one. I don't know. I, I haven't looked into ticket prices, so we'll see. I once uh, championed. Uh, I didn't design it, but my idea turned real. The launch of the leader class for Transformers. Beautiful silver, gigantic Megatron figure it turns into a tank because you can't do the gun anymore. Because kids would take that gun to Christian camp, of course. Uh, Adam sign it diagonally across the window in silver sharpie. It looked gorgeous. Got to bring that home from a botcon, and a year later, my son wandered into the basement and opened it. And this has is... something about ruining your Megatrons, doesn't it? Man, yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. That kid needs a beating before he gets to be taller and bigger than you. Yeah, it's, you know what? We actually did the the eyeball to eyeball thing today, and I still got him. But I was telling my brother, I'll I'll have him till next Christmas. He'll get me by summer. You're done. He will oh, absolutely get me by next 16. summer. Sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, and yeah, you're done. He's he's been he's been doing all sorts of screen exercises with his eyes, just trying to stretch his head taller, I guess. So he did a good nine hours of iPad yesterday. So I know he's coming for me. If you, um, if you need, we'll get up there. I'll, I'll chop block him for you. <laughs> it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Because that's what he needs is some 300 pound guy hitting him in the back of the knees. He just keeps, he keeps growing taller, but his feet stay the same size. So I think I'll be able to tip him over. That's the, that's the play. So. Oh, uh, they'll explode on him too. Yeah, it's coming. Hey, the rule in my classroom is any kids get taller than me, I pull out the rusty saw. <laughs> mm. Yeah, see? Yeah, go for the knees. It's not a bad idea. Son needs a beat. <laughs> I mean, what it did, he had to buy me, he had to pay for it. Well, but same thing with the first Megatron that he broke on its way to Christian camp with a G1 Megatron in his backpack. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a wonderful idea. <laughs> I was so happy when I that it got bashed to pieces in his backpack under all his books, which was not 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 smart packing, but saved him a much bigger problem. Yeah, exactly. That was the actually the best of all outcomes. Yeah, I bought. I, we had to buy another one, and then just you just pulled the inside out, and then put that in the autograph box, and eh, it's fine. Happily ever after, kind of. Anyways. And, of course, that same weekend in a planet far, far away, it's Rollout Roll Call happening in Fordingbridge, England, Sunday, November 13th. That's run by our good friend Dave Tree at All the Cool Stuff. Uh, You can visit Dave Tree and get more information on the show at allthecoolstuff.uk.com. 
They are also the official sponsor of the What's on Joe Mind Swear Jar, which you can contribute to at our coffee link down below. Prince Charles was going to sign there, but his rates went through the roof about a month ago. So what's a month, not even two weeks ago. Yeah. He wants a king's ransom. Exactly. There's a great headline that showed him that said 73-year-old deadbeat gets first job. <laughs> I, uh, I I have to wonder, you know, with that whole transition of, of that title going on, like there's there's so many folks, and I, I don't want to begrudge them whatever they might be feeling, right? If this makes you upset, then go ahead. It makes you, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to wonder about the folks that consider this, this passing of the torch as a once in a lifetime situation uh considering that the guy getting the job is 74 years old yeah i i mean i just have a feeling we'll be doing this again sooner rather than later it'll be too long you know for christmas right his son's gonna get him like a jack-in-the-box <laughs> <laughs> some pop rocks just... there's, there's a there's a bit that the, the 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 tv show the critic did uh concerning uh elizabeth and charles that that Everybody just, I, I can't do it justice here. Just go look it up on, on YouTube. It's there. Fair uh, enough. Just the old, the old John Lovett's animated vehicle, the critic with uh, Queen Elizabeth. And, and you will, you too will laugh. Yeah. You know that, you know, the prince is going to be like, dad, let's do the ghost pepper challenge. It'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Let's go skydiving. We never do anything anymore. Pop. Never do nothing. I think Let, I think King Charles is gonna go. look at his son and go, hey, let's count the hairs on our head. Oh, you lose. Oh, let's um, go, well, let's go hunting. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how that worked on Game of Thrones. Hey, look, <laughs> hey, look who I brought, Dick Cheney. That's, oh no! <laughs> that's it for community calendar. Says Comic Con or a toy show was Sanjo Mine wants to know tell Mike, Mark, and Joe Community Calendar. So wait, I insinuate that Dick Cheney is going to assassinate King Charles, and I'm cut off just like that? Look, it really had nothing to do with the subject matter. I <laughs> needed to get that in before I forgot what was going on. Ah, fair enough. So, yeah, again, if you have a show that you want to plug, get it on into the What's on Joe Mind email box at whatsonjoemind at gmail.com, and we'll do our best. If you drop it to me on a Friday, it's probably not happening Friday night, so just let you know now. It's uh, I need I need a little bit more lead time than that. The jingle's getting some hate in the comments. Come on now. I know, really. I love the jingle. After all the money we paid for that? Right. Right. I mean, that, that's something that a fan did for us for free. That those That's like the two magic words to get on this show. You do you do something and you don't charge me for it. That's, ah, that's a win-win. Yeah. Sorry. It's going to stay. Mm-hmm. We have write a, write a better one. We'll consider it. Right. We have that same exactly. policy with free around cookies. But anyway, mm, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we there's some some corners of our our show have a problem with cookies. So, anyways, that uh, brings us to our next segment, which is of course the news. <laughs> There you see that's I hope everybody likes that one better. I hope that didn't offend anyone's sensitive virgin eardrums. 
Look, man, this, this is a democracy, man, and, and I'm all about competition. So you, you, want, you want something better? You can do better? Send it in. Maybe we'll have a tournament. <laughs> or we'll name an interim champion. That always works. <laughs> champion until he gets into a fight in the parking lot. That's it. Anyhow, <laughs> first news item. Dude, 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 dude. There we are. Hey, earlier this week we saw the reveal of Mini Mates GI Joe themed New York City Comic Con exclusive. That is a four pack of Ninja Force themed figures. Uh, we got Ninja Force Snake Eyes, Ninja Force Scarlet, Ninja Force Storm Shadow, and from the comics, Doctor Biggles Jones. Uh, with lots of weapons and gear. It's in that cool VHS tape uh, tile dis- type of display, which is weird to me because these are, you know, Dr. Biggles Jones is a comic book character, but we're putting her in a videotape, but whatever, fine. If if 90s G.I. Joe is your jam, and for a lot of you it is, this is a must-have. Uh, it'll be available on October 6th on a, at a Diamond Toys or DiamondSelectToys.com, uh, and that'll... or and uh, that'll be $30. Mark Weber, your thoughts here? I mean, it's the Pacific Video, now the last Blockbuster employee in me, that makes me recoil at the deco they chose for the actual cassette front there, because that is obviously unrewound. Like, come on now. Be <laughs> kind, rewind. Is it making you twitch? I'm like, eh, we didn't, we didn't even charge for that, but it was always a pain. You had to go yeah. put them in the rewinder, and then somebody forgot about them. Somebody was like, it says you have a copy of Christmas Vacation in. I can't find it. It's always in the rewinder. Um, but this is a cool set. It does, mini mates don't do much for me at all, but this is a cool kind of slice. Um, it does seem like the VHS thing is getting done a little, a little to death right now, right? Yeah. If they do a VHS that has the reflection in the sword blade on the cover or the, or the half face, half one guy, half one another, then we will have come full circle on overdone packaging and cover tropes. <laughs> uh, Jeff Butler uh, echoing the sentiments of a lot of us. I'd have loved a Dr. Biggles Jones O-ring figure. Yeah, that would be cool. She, she had a little bit of a spotlight there at the end of the comic, right? Let's be honest, most fans would do anything for any O-ring figure right now. Well, Lord knows, there's there's a lot of them coming next year, so. Oh, yeah. Just not yet. But... We're going to detail all of them coming up next in the news, or later in the news. Well, no, we won't, we won't be talking about O-ring figures. That's a whole other news bit on its own. Now we're going to list them all, all the upcoming O-ring figures. We don't, we, we're trying to get out of here in less than two hours, man. Come on. X news item. Do 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 do. This is the same news item. Oh, I gotta hit a button. Come on. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. I'm the I'm the understudy. Cut me some slack, Jack. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, up on Kickstarter now. Until October 11th, it's creating GI Joe volumes nine and ten. Uh, it is last time I looked was this morning. It had not funded yet, but it's getting close. Uh, so if you're interested in pre-production artwork and all of that information, this is certainly a project for you. Obviously, we're on volumes 9 and 10. Uh, so 1 through 8 are out there in the ether. They're a pretty successful series to this point. Um, but uh, yeah, go ahead and head on over to Kickstarter. 
check out creating GI Joe if if that's that's your jam, if that's your boat. Mark Weber, do you con- contribute any of your uh, stuff that you stole from Hasbro on the way? <laughs> I really had, I didn't take much home. And actually, very first week, uh, a designer who's still there told me, you need a bigger bag. Because <laughs> my <laughs> computer bag was not big enough to get anything out. Um, so, uh, but I, I was very, uh, very honest about prototypes and, uh, and intellectual property stuff. I never, I never went with, with any of that. And here, funny story. Uh, on my last day, I I asked if I could pack up my own office because I had a lot of stuff in there. Um, and so I packed it all up and put it in open boxes so they could go through it. And I left a lot of stuff. And I told the guys, uh, you know, friend, the guys I was friends with, dudes, get in here. If I leave it in here, it wasn't mine. And they're either going to, you know, throw it away maybe or somebody else is going to grab it. So don't be, don't be shy because I remember when uh, – Joe Kide, who was on the Transformers team, was part of, I think, the first round of layoffs I was ever there for. And he was beloved on the Transformers team. Uh, ended up going to Lego, moving to Finland, where he still is. Wow. Uh, and killing it on the Lego team. But Joe was the master of all Transformers lore. And his little cubicle was just full of old figures and stuff. And just, I mean, it was, it was hard actually to walk in. He had to be careful walking in. And I remember once Joe was gone, everybody felt weird about it because we knew sooner or later, they just tell facilities, just clean out that cube. We got a new intern coming in and they will literally trash, you know, 30 year old toys. Cause they don't know the difference. So right. you wonder, should I, it feels weird. Like, eh. so anyway, I told all the guys and gals, get in here, get anything you want, come in and get it. And the next day they had gone through all of my open boxes. I came back to get them once they'd inspected them. And there was one transformer that had uh, like an engraved mark on the back of his head that actually wasn't mine. Oops. Uh, So they had gone through every box and found the one that I shouldn't have been taking. And I felt actually felt bad about it. So I'm like, man, I had like six boxes packed up and only one in there that had actually skipped my radar. And uh, sure enough, they found the, the fruit in the bottom of that yogurt. Uh, Malcolm Zedek says, uh, Mark's news jingle is not quite on par with the cosplay queen, but how are his cookies? Yeah, let me tell you, they're, <laughs> they're better than Joe's, but that's like that's like being the best pulse panel today. Right. That's, uh, that's uh, clearing a low bar. Low bar. You know who clears a low bar like nobody's business is Tim Roberts. Let me tell you, <laughs> he clears the whole damn. Hey, he, he clears the whole pit. Yeah, he clears the whole damn crash pad, just like Julia Hart. Deep cut. So, anyways, uh, yeah, head over to Kickstarter, creating GI Joe volumes nine and ten. That's it, and stay there for a, a pr- new project we're made aware of today. Funding through uh, October thir- or October thirty first. This action force declassified from the folks at Blood of the Baron. Um, kind of the same, same, uh, same concept, different flavor. Uh, lots of pre-production work for Action Force that Palatoid did back in the late '70s, early '80s. Um, uh, from the folks at Blood for the Baron and Geek Force, uh, there's also some extras included in there. There's a DVD. Uh, there's there's a magazine. There's just all kinds of neat stuff connected to this it is not terribly expensive uh so yeah if you're interested in in 
Action Force, the stuff that came out over in the UK and, and in Europe, this is a good project to back. We, we've seemed to seem to be a home for some of this stuff in recent years. Uh, Tony Renteria says, late to the show, y'all start over. All right, everybody, uh, we're, we're taking it from the top. Places. Not to, not to sell them out on year. On year. There we go. Sorry, I didn't realize we were actually going through with it. Not <laughs> to sell them out on the air, but Tony, Big Joe fan, great guy, firefighter, Houston Astros fan. Ooh. 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 But to his credit, uh, I think it was at a San Diego Comic-Con uh when i was talking to him before they won their asterisk title and he was like yo dude we're gonna win the title this year and i'm like yeah we'll see he was kind of he, he started whacking the side of a trash can and nobody knew what was going on we thought he was, he was a seizure i mean he was he was kind of right and they're real good real good this year so absolutely we'll see they are a, a quality team can't can't take away from them so again while you're at uh, kickstarter checking out that other project check out action force declassified Funding now through the end of the month. Uh, and uh, write us two pages and, and we'll grade it out for you. We'll let you we'll let you know how that goes. It's uh, be a nice extra credit report for some of you. Who need. Mm-hmm. Big red ink. I'm tough on grammar. That's true. Yeah, better, better make sure you run it through the spell check. Did you ever see that guy online who was grading kids' art, like second grade art? Did we get all Fs? It was great. <laughs> No. Oh, great. A hairy fire truck. F. <laughs> a hairy fire truck. I'll see if I can find it. <laughs> Next news item. Do, 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 do. Oh. Hey, some new building sets got, got uh, discovered at uh, from Forever Clever. These were found at an Ollie's by our buddy Joe Harris. And wow. I'm sure they're in other places as well. But uh, we've got a big tomahawk set that includes lift ticket, roadblock, and lifeline, and then a mean dog set. That's kind of a deep cut mm-hmm. with Duke Hardball and Wildcard. Uh, you gotta love Wildcard. Part of that open vest, bare chest brigade. Yep. Like the gung ho homage squad from the late '80s. But uh, yeah, so if uh, Rob, you didn't get in on any of these, did you? Uh, no. No. Mark, you get in on any of these? I didn't, but that mean dog would make me think about it. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, the top, the tomahawk looks like, you know, a garbage burrito on fire. I mean, <laughs> look at, look at, look at that back tail rotor, right? It's like that's half the size. A, it's it not a good build. It doesn't have a tail rotor, right? I mean, it does the vertical one, right? But there's just two big rotors, so fail. And then is there a cockpit at all? Or are they just sitting in the open air there? There is a cockpit. I think lift ticket getting it can get in there. But uh, I don't see that, I don't see any glass at all. That back rotor, that's um like you might as well just stand roadblock back there and let him flap his arms because it's right? not that much good. I don't think there's an actual canopy at all. I think they jump into this like Dukes of Hazard and like, let's get out of here. It's just a big fan. But they, they couldn't they couldn't afford uh the first two, so they got Koi and Vance. To fly the uh, the crappy tomahawk, the crapahawk, <laughs> so bad. Gung ho homage squad sounds like a whole line. Yes, it's uh, bad. it's 
uh, wild card, steamroller. Um, there's somebody else out there that's got a vest with no shirt. Oh, I'm trying to think who else is bad. We should throw Armadillo in there just because nobody wants to play with Armadillo. Uh, they, they, they're too good for him, too. So whatever. <laughs> with his tiny head and his Storm Shadow cosplay arms. You got to imagine lift tickets Mike in this set is probably the size of dental floss. And in 20 years, it'll cost, it'll be worth like $40,000. <laughs> I imagine it's probably just painted onto his face. That's probably true. Uh, Andrew Galgan says, apparently Saturday Night Mark has no filter. What, did I say something wrong? Come on now. But uh, yes, uh, so yeah, if you're if you're interested in these, I know there's uh, some folks out there that were just collecting them for the the little mini figs to put with their Lego stuff. But whatever, whatever your need, if you want the forever clever sets that have recently been discovered, head out to Ollie's. I'm sure they'll be popping up at other discount houses as well. Buy the mean dog, send the Duke to Diana. It's the right thing to do. Unless you want the Duke. Unless you want nah, the Duke. Wants the Duke. I mean, come on. I do like the randomness of Hardball. I know he's on the art, and that's why he's there, but yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, I would rather have one mean dog than, like, ten of those tomahawks. Although, if you bought two, you could give it a respectable tail rotor, I think. Yeah. If yeah. it's elevated enough. So, that's a clever marketing ploy. And it's, what, 15 bucks at Ollie's? So. Yeah, buy two, and you can make what we should have given you originally. Uh, Charlie Garrison, he's a he's a roadblock guy. Of course, the roadblock comes with that turd bucket of a tomahawk. Well, <laughs> you buy it and then you return it and say it didn't come with the roadblock. Doug Monroe says tomahawk again, not eagle hawk. Guess not. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, these names come up fairly often. That's true. Like uh, on the Transformers, they're doing the stunt stunt cons again, and they can get Wild Rider. Man, I couldn't get any part of Wild Rider. So we kicked him out of the group. Yeah, that's how I do it. Place you with a new character. Oh, oh my, I'm sorry. A new character. I know that's problematic. You got you to gotta slow down on that, man. Slow right. down on that new character. Everybody loved Decepticon Off-Road and Alpha Bravo. And I mean, somebody else. Oh, Rook. Rook was awesome. Uh, I tell you, Alpha Bravo's, he's a winner in the uh, Transformers Earth Wars game that I play on my phone. See? He's, he's uh, there. I didn't even know that, but pretty excited about it now. Who was Alpha Bravo replacing? Slingshot. Couldn't get anything close to Slingshot. And in the comics, we they actually had him show Superion all damaged, and they're like, yeah, we might be able to save this one, but Slingshot's a total goner. I'm like, that's awesome. I got them to explain in the comic why we didn't make a toy of it. That's synergy right there. He did. I love the IDW guys are great. Loved working with them. If he's on the Netflix show, that just means he got his head popped off like a, like a bottle cap. <laughs> I just I watched some of those, and there was the one where they had the big reveal of you know who the traitor was, and it was some big honking Autobot with shoulders taller than his head under like a shroud. And I'm like, I don't know who that could be. He's ultra magnus shaped, but it could be anybody under there. And then they reveal, oh yeah, it's ultra magnus. Oh, how about that? How about that? Speaking of ultra radness, oh there he goes. Those, those were uh, those were bad. Those shows they were bad. They were not good. Yeah, it was a bit of a slog. Anyhow, I, I wish they'd make some new Joe animation, even if it was bad. Yeah, just saying. Who needs animation? Animation, um, everybody, but yeah, 
help move product or anything. No, no. Perpetuate your 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 thing to the next generation. Nah. Anyway, cartoons is expensive. Yeah, but web content isn't. Oh, there goes Emma with her squeaky toy. Next news squeak, item. Squeak, 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 squeak. Hey, Hyatt Toys uh, revealing images of figure number two in their line. That is the four-inch storm shadow that's on its way. And you can see a couple of action poses there. Pulling his arrows out of his quiver, and I think he's about to give Snake Eyes the finger in that other one. No, he just dropped his phone, slid right out. Woo! <laughs> Watch it shatter on somebody. Right. I just got that. So it, interesting that this this appears to be what that uh, what that storm shadow design that was on all the early artwork for Classified looks like. This is where it turned up. Less tattooing though, right? There's a lot of tattoos yeah. on that one. Yeah, there 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 was. There is no tattoos to be seen here, but I. I I get it, especially if you're third party cutting down on stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And you can save a lot of money by not doing tattoos starting lineup. Yeah. White Vegeta says, good morning, Mike. Good evening, my guys. Good evening, White Vegeta. But um, curse, curse you, Epiphone. No, nah, he's cheap. That was his old Blackberry. It was all taped together and everything. But, uh, yeah, not uh, I. I, I He's kind of cool. He's not as neat as the as the Snake Eyes is, though. I think Snake Eyes is 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 significantly better. I, I this I don't know something about this guy just doesn't sit right. He just doesn't. He he just he just screams like any one of those other weird conceptual storm shadows that we've seen over the years. Yeah, I don't know. He's pretty. He's pretty good, but he is different enough that it is a little bit jarring. But. Uh, but, just over, at least he's got big ass scabbards, right? Just over four inches tall, seventeen points of articulation. It's got a wearable hood that's uh, you can see removable. It's got a bow. It's got three arrows and a quiver, two swords and two big ass scabbards, uh, two pairs of interchangeable hands, two lefts and two rights. I would assume. Also but, comes uh, with two turntables and a microphone. Yes, <laughs> it would be pretty awkward if he didn't. I guess. Anyways, but uh, yeah, what's uh, price on this is the same as Snake Eyes, right? That nineteen ninety nine. Think so. That's not bad for nineteen ninety nine. No, uh, I like I like these. I'm I'm totally down with these. We aren't getting any other four inch figures, so. And I like if you're gonna have a chest cut, right? That sash coming down and then making an immediate left turn, doing a pretty good job of hiding it out. So all right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, there's there's a lot to like here. It just it's just I don't know. Doesn't feel like Storm Shadow to me. Feels like guy guy based on Storm Shadow that we're tossing out there to make to remind you of Storm Shadow, uh, but not actually be him. Like but there's there's been so many good Storm Shadows done at the four inch scale that right. I don't I don't mind that this guy's a departure. You know, you'll never look at him and go, Oh yeah, which one is that? It's definitely high toys, so I'm a, I'm good with it. I agree with you. Not quite at the Snake Eyes level, but this is pretty good. I'm definitely in on this. Uh, uh, Lobo two asked, "Does the face mask bother you?" Yes, because he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> because he is. I should have said angular and beautiful. But <laughs> too late. We'll fix. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Matt Rubin says it kind of looks like Storm Shadow's punk oh, yeah. teenage son, which, like hey, the, you know, he, he should have one of those by now. Yeah, like the DDP thing, right? When they relaunched Joe and then we found out Destro was really Destro's punk kid. Yeah, right. I like what, I like what they're doing here. <laughs> right. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, it's time for Chunky Tank Kitty presented by Kokomo Toys. Woohoo! Uh, you know what it means when we, when we see Chunky Tank Kitty. It's time to take a break. When we come back, we will delve into the meat of today's show, the main attraction, the big event. That's right. Uh, the Hasbro PulseCon 2022 G.I. Joe panel. That was just this afternoon. And uh, we'll be back after this message. From our sponsor. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Uh, that that is that is correct. That is he is atop the Meowler. That's awesome. As coined last week, the Meowler. We need to put a little mic in front of him. It'd be great. <laughs> I like to I like to think he's like you know related to Morris the cat. But anyway, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I still say his feet are on the floor. I think he's like exponentially bigger. I think he's shaped like Grimace. Stop! Stop trying to make this world twisted and dark. Leave Chunky <laughs> Tank Kitty alone. He's pulling up in the tank. Not nine lives. No. <laughs> so anyways, Hasbro PulseCon 2022. Uh, day two was today. Day one was yesterday. That makes sense. Uh, day one did have a little bit of Joe news. We we did get the name reveals of Buzzer and Snow Serpent and uh, the news that they're working on female Cobra Troopers. Uh, we posted about that on Twitter and Facebook and all those other places, and we put up pictures there because I, I had enough graphic work to do without worrying about getting in the slideshow here. So if you want to see those, by all means, the Slapdash graphics are up and ready to go. Um, so, Mark Weber, any of those jump out at you? I mean, true builders are always good. Uh, getting a little, they're getting a little thin on them now, though, right? Like, for quality big time a list we're down to the eels pretty much right eels uh tell i, I mean eh, well, vipers are coming coming with the the, the bubble bubble um, <laughs> excuse me but eels, and they're a step down as clearly established by our definitive rankings right um yeah night vipers are kind of cool yeah night vipers uh Range Vipers. Eh. The Range Vipers coming. He was the, the namer list on the, uh, yeah, the uh, right. round table. Uh, <laughs> we're starting to, start to get a little light there. Starting to get a little thin, but the female trooper is a wonderful idea. Yeah. I remember I remember a guy who got some mileage out of that, too. Uh, hopefully, they'll put a mask on her. Um, just saying. Uh, and, yeah, get through the dreadnoughts. Like, I don't, they don't have to do every dreadnought for me, right? But you got to do if you're if you're diving in at all, you they got to do Molari and Curly, yeah. You got to get Ripper, Torch, uh, Buzzer, and then if you go beyond that, fine, because I think Road Pig would be fantastic. Mm. But and and I always like Monkey Wrench, but you got to do if you're gonna do if you do any of them, got to do all three, and that's something I always tried to do on my time there. If you make Star Scream, 
got to make Thundercracker and Skywarp. If you make one Insecticon, got to make all three. If I'd had more item count, I'd had I would have better show references for you. But the, I think that's really, really important. If you can't do the crew, then don't do any of them. Choose someone else. So and, and Patsy Buzz. This is his first. Uh, is the first he's seeing of these. He missed the the Hasbro Pulse stream, so uh, we'll we'll be the first to tell you then. We're yep. the flag. That's right. We'll make sure to refer to everything we show you as amazing, and it'll be as though you saw the stream live. But uh, Phil Donnelly is here, and he says '90s Joe is his jam, but mini mates are not. That's a very uh, timely statement for an hour ago. Oof. Maybe he's lagging. Mm, biff, 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 biff. He probably just forgot to hit return to send the comment. <laughs> I've, I've done that. And me too. Says, uh, we really need Leather Daddy Torch. I don't know what torch you've got, pal, but sure. Ooh. That's the only torch. Torch was torch was my favorite of the original three. Had to have those. They gotta have those guys are a team. You don't break them up. Yeah. Because yeah. Ripper's Jaws of Life thing was kind of weird, and Buzzer's head sculpt was kind of funky. So Torch right. was the one who looked like a badass to me. So, but Buzzer was allowed to be ugly. He's a dreadnought. Buzzer was had the best character and by far the best development in the comic. But Torch was always Torch was my guy. Tor Torch was kind of the the de facto leader of the Dreadnoughts when Zartan wasn't around on the cartoon too, which made Buzzer really mad. Yeah, well, on the on the cartoon he couldn't read, so <laughs> that's true. Which is strange because <laughs> I believe it was Torch who couldn't read on the in the file card in the right. comic. In the comic book, he's a he's a Cambridge educated uh, sociologist, but in the in the cartoon, he couldn't read. He's also a Cambridge educated sociopath, which fits right in. Yeah, sometimes. Anyways, uh, renders and studio shots in this segment are courtesy of superherohype.com. Uh, very quick on that, uh, folks. We we thank you very much because Lord knows I I don't have the graphic skills to to throw all that together in the short time we had from the the end of uh, the end of the panel till now. And we and as we mentioned, he sent the interns home. So, yeah, we already don't pay them anything. We we don't even feed them. We we lock them in the back in the in the storage area, and we make whatever they whatever they kill, they get to eat. We feed them nothing but sarcasm. But then, <laughs> but then on Friday, I have to let them go. Yeah, because mainly mainly they, because there's a funk in there. They get a little gamey by the end. Of yeah, the yeah, without yeah. that room. But they, they make a beeline right to the Burger King. Just zoom, just right out that way. There we go, chicken fries. Yeah. The kids love the, the Gen Z loves the chicken fries. That's I don't true. understand that. I don't know. Not when you could get a dime box of C-Nugs right down the street. Mm -hmm. McDonald's is only a few doors further down, but mm -hmm. whatever. I get it. Burger King is closer. They haven't eaten in a while. I understand. Yeah, fair enough. So. Yeah. So, anyways, we had uh, we had some some name reveals, and that goes in in addition to uh, what was it last week? We got Hawk and Tripwire. Yesterday we got Hawk and Tripwire. Well, yesterday was Hawk and Tripwire, and then today was uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I got that all out of whack. Yesterday was Hawk and Tripwire, and uh, I got to put Fun School Tripwire on our cheap graphic, which made me happy. Bomb Squad. Bomb Squaddy. <laughs> as as seen on our on our. Instagram feed. He's bomb squatty. He's got a name. And uh, and then today was Snow Serpent and Buzzer, and um, and uh, the the female Cobra Trooper, which meant I got to post a picture of Joe Colton in her female Cobra Trooper suit, and that made everybody happy too. So, She's an officer, by the way. Just whatever, saying, whatever. 
Don't care. Almost didn't recognize her as a Cobra Trooper with a mask on. What's important here is you're not bitter. Man. <laughs> I'm like, where's the mask? And he's like, well, we didn't do the mask. I'm like, why not? He goes, it's too late to change it. <laughs> That's the best argument I've ever heard. It's also one you can't counter. Yeah, Burger King has onion rings. That's true. That is a win some days, oh. but McDonald's fries are so good. Man, one time in, in D.C., because onions stick with me for a while, I Michelle had a conference or something. I put her on a plane, went to a Burger King got like the extra large onion ring. And I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh man, that was a hard weekend. They were <laughs> kicking my ass all weekend long. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be careful with those, man. Five is okay, 10 is better. 25 is not better. <laughs> Overkill. Careful with the onion rings, man. They're dangerous. They're too much of a good thing. Oh. <laughs> Ed the Straight Edge does ask a legitimate question. What do we have, 11 or 12 name-only reveals now? I was surprised we didn't get any black and white digital renders today. And, you know, yeah, they, they're really piling those up on us. So, it, good question. I guess we'll find out soon. Some of some of those name reveals have started to, to pass through. Like, that's how we first heard of Rock and Roll and Shipwreck, for example, and we, we got to see renders of them today. So, um, they, they are moving the chain slowly. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. Speaking of renders. Yeah. First out of the gate, the digital rending for rock and roll. And, uh, Mark, you had the most visceral reaction there. So why don't we why don't we go ahead and cut to you complaining about his brutal chest cut? Well, there's that. But that's given, right? Let's just start with her. Even Emma's upset. Just chewing the hell out of that toy. Uh, but the big deal here is I... Almost all of this is great, right? The right. One, sh one shame here is that the extra left hand they're showing you looks just like he's pointing, right? But he's actually doing doing rock, right? He's doing the rock sign, which he's is doing fan the horns. fantastic. But showcase it, right? And right. Le Lenny talked about how there's a half of a skull on the back of the, the flip of the palm there, on the back of the hand. So he can do metal and make a skull face with it. And... I would like to see that, right? Like, show show us that. But but the big deal here is they gave us Breaker, and they made him pretty much 82 Breaker. A little bit modernized, but pretty much 82 Breaker. And so if you're and – and everyone loved it, right? So now here we are back, and we get – why do we have this two-toned shirt? See, I, I like the nod to the palette on, on Rock and Roll version 2. But I think if you're going to do that, you need to give an option here. Because they gave you the helmet, I think they also needed to include a hat. Like version 2 rock and roll. Yeah, or... I think if you gave him that tan hat from version 2, that looks a lot better with this two-tone shirt than the helmet does. And, and yeah, I'll give you that. But I'll just say, as a as old-school Hasbro marketer, I don't know if they know this, but you can repaint figures and release them for a second time. So I don't need an Arnold Palmer half and half rock and roll. Kudos to you. Give me the give me the OG and then come back with the other one. We'll buy them both. I just uh, this the half step two tone shirt is a complete buzzkill for me because outside of that, I think this is a stupendous figure. Rack time, Rob. 
I don't mind the shirt. I don't either. I, yeah. I kind of like that it's a little different. Different than the original? Yeah. I guess I'm, there is enough different here where the tattoos are new. The you know. See, the wrist, I'm trying. I'm trying to band. picture all. I'm trying to picture the all olive drab there, and I think that would be just too much green. Did you I, think, I think that? He, I think on, he'd look kind of flat unless did, you know if had they not done this. Did you think that about Breaker? Well, no, because Breaker had the details and things like that on the vest that helped break that up a little bit. And with rock and roll, you've got just the t-shirt. If you decide if you decide to go just with the t-shirt, then I think you got to do something to break that up more than you did with, with Breaker. Yeah, I think if, if he had more complicated web gear going on, you could texture up that green, but he doesn't. I think I'm I'm gonna fight the argument that Breaker had more going on given the given the crossed are you know machine gun belts the machine gun belt around his wrist all the tattoos I think no, he's got I'm plenty about going on that there. area of the chest right there I mean like I said if that was all green I think this figure is gonna look really drab mm, it's possible yeah uh, it's possible I could I bet I could Photoshop it up um, they may they may have, and you know they probably did that color scheme and just went. You know what? I don't know. It's uh, okay. I'll say it could be, could be, but I think you could have got two kicks at the bucket here easily. Yeah. Maybe I, they will. I, I just, but then what's the point of doing two kicks and not having the first one be OG or the second one be OG? I don't, it doesn't have to be. First. Why, why are they doing Tiger Force Bazooka before regular Bazooka? Well, I, we did that a lot, right? We do a new jet and we debut them as Thundercracker. Because mm -hmm. you're going to buy a repaint Starscream, maybe and that's, complain maybe that's less thing. than you are if you're going to do a re. But this isn't this isn't either one. This is half and half. Yeah. Doesn't do anybody any good at half yeah. and half. You know what? I, I'm okay with that though. I, I don't yeah. necessarily need the same figure, the same figure redone in a new scale all the time. I don't either. But I think there's something to the original thirteen. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, but you I, know I, what? I kind of liked. I I I, I kind of liked that. Uh, you know that second rock and roll the figure mold better anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll totally give you that. It's completely yeah. superior. I, I hated those stupid Gatling guns. Those were yeah, ridiculous. That was dumb. But... I'm glad we didn't see any of that. But yeah. And again, I have no problem if you want to just do, if they want to do Flash, right? And that would be cool for one of us here for sure. And they want to completely make him different because a laser rifle trooper doesn't have to look like Flash did in 82, right? You could give some nods, keep some of the red, maybe the stirrups, whatever. I don't have any problem if they want to go a totally different direction here. But most of this is classic G1 rock and roll. And that's pretty much what they gave us on Breaker. So I think they could have got two kicks at the can, maybe even three with this. And I, maybe they will. Maybe they will. But... I see. I'm I'm okay with them because I don't think rock and roll is going to get three trips to the well. So <laughs> they wouldn't do that with a heavy machine gunner. No, well, that's just it. They would do it with Roadblock if they need to be handing out machine gunners. So Roadblock is going to go to the well. He's already been to the well how many times? He lives at the well. He, he the 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 well is called Roadblock's well. I believe he so, fell. He fell down the well. Yes. Um. So, Literally in the movie. I'm not sure I like the length on the beard. Because, uh, I, I like mean, road, Roadblocks was, you know, kind of bushy, but tight to the jaw a little bit. So, but you could go big beard if you want, or you could go, you know, classic rock and roll beard. But this one just seems kind of halfway in the middle. Maybe that's what I don't like. Maybe this is half step rock and roll to me. Oh, uh, see, it's, I mean, it's still rock and roll to me. 
but uh, <laughs> that's right. But they, that that's about it. Hold as, on. What button do I push to kick you out? But just uh, sit tight. We'll we'll uh, we'll. There we go. Get some Family Feud strike sound. Still, in there. still looking for it. <laughs> so, anyways, it's probably as big a beard as you could go and still be on a on a special ops uh, military outfit. So, uh, anyway, speaking of bazooka, as as Racktime Rob brought him up, he was a natural strength uh, original bazooka. You know, the 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 type that comes with the the pink color and and tastes like bubble gum. And no, that's not right. But anyways, uh, regular the terrible comic with it. Correct. <laughs> so bad. How did Bazooka Joe lose that eye? He's like ten. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so Bazooka, we've seen already. Uh, we saw the Tiger Force. Uh, the sculpt thing on the sleeve is neat. We all know. We've we've all heard that story. Uh, any thoughts on Bazooka in his regular colors, other than we know it's better than his Tiger Force colors? They just didn't. They didn't call it out when they did the tire force thing. But the and here I am, Mister Chest Cut. They didn't really call that out here. This is a totally different style, right? No. So and maybe this will be better on other figures, but there's no way to articulate the chest on a figure wearing a football jersey where it isn't going to look like complete trash the second you move it from center. Sadly, the traditional chest cut would work better. That's yeah, probably true. <laughs> uh, you could stretch it back and make it really tall leathers, right? But LOS uh, will Bazooka have different or exactly the same accessories? I figured that. <laughs> what do you think? It's going to be most of the backpack will be a different color, but but otherwise it'll it'll be the same. I think I, it's the same ones. I was not a big Tiger Force guy, so but this guy, I mean, he looks just like the original. So. And uh, any any thoughts here, Racktime Rob? Yeah, looks like bazooka. It's a it's a it's a resplendent mustache. It's one you're actually going to buy, huh? Yeah. Well, I I ordered the other one. As we know, you're no fun and hate G prepaints. Well, you know the thing is, I've actually ordered you know the Tiger Force guys. <laughs> mm. I haven't ordered the Python patrols, but up next was torpedo. We got to see Torpedo with all of his cool gear. But uh, Torpedo's pretty badass. Mark, you look like you have uh, deep thoughts here. Oh, just, and this could just be, you know, the image, but the uh, the off color is uh, is a little, isn't gray enough to me. I would like a little more gray here, and maybe we'll get that. Maybe that's just how it's showing up. I right. do, I love the little bits of red. I think that helps him a ton. Yeah, um, I, think I think it looks a little washed out because of the the white that's in the yeah the background graphic there. Could could absolutely be, but torpedo was. You know, if I ask you what color was torpedo's wetsuit on the original figure, gray and black, or or very dark gray and a lighter gray. Um, but the idea that he'd be creeping up out of the surf right on a night mission. Right. Where wearing that bright of white, at least that's what it appears. That's the only thing. And and the other bit, I have we gotten second heads on many or any classified figures? I'm trying to think. Uh I mean not not ones that weren't repaints, I don't think. I would love um, only a, I think the movie Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. I would love a second head on this guy, right? 
just with the with the mass yeah, pull back. down. Yeah. So not that, you know, if he creeps up and he's out of the surf and he pulls off the scuba mask, maybe he's still wearing that face hugger. Hank Perry's but, got it right. Yeah. I totally I totally agree with that. But but that's a, that is a very small nitpick, and I bet the gray thing gets resolved when we get a better look at it. This is top shelf good. Like, yeah. It's it's another case of them missing uh, an easy putt with just just an extra head. Like one with yeah. barbecue would have been great too. Yeah, especially because you can't see his face at all. Right. We've never had a barbecue that actually showed his face, despite the fact that you know his his most popular run was on the cartoon, and he didn't have his mask on all the time. Right. He's always running around with that thing on, with that thing off rather. So, you know, not having any kind of not having any kind of human head for barbecue is a miss. The same way it is for Torpedo here without the hood. Well, barbecue with his mask on is a little bit intimidating looking, right? Like, sure. he, he could just as easily be a robot, you know, incinerating kids with fireballs from his palms. We don't need that. Well. But, uh, yeah, Torpedo's a big win. Yeah. Then uh, further down the render line, we still we also had Copperhead. Uh, and Copperhead's a big win too. Love he's, this. He's great. I'm not going to complain. I'm not even complaining about the Cobra logo being obscured, which you know in the brand bible should say never. But okay, fine. I think it was on the original figure too, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was, but I'd yeah. still I'd still change that. But mm. fine. Um, love the face. Like my only, and it's the same thing with Cover Girl. They're so identified with their vehicle that they don't work quite as well just as a single fig for me. I think I, I think Copperhead is one of those few vehicle drivers that could. I know that he Python. And it might be he, just because he got a single card release, even though right. it's a repaint. But I know he Python controlled it, but when you were playing with your Joes, did you ever have Copperhead running around outside the water moccasin? Yes, actually. Did you? Yes. Is it because the moccasin got sank? No, no. I, I, we use, I used Copperhead all the time because he was this big, beefy Cobra dude. Uh, so when somebody had to go toe to toe with, with Gung Ho or with Roadblock, Copperhead usually got the nod. He did have some heft for those original figures. Like it was, yeah. you had to put him into the, into the moccasin diet. You had to butter him up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. In there and then twist the torso. And then back. turn him up. Yeah. So I, I'll give you some of that, but that's, I wonder how, and I was, I was always, I love the figures that came with vehicles. Right. But there aren't a lot of them that I want to see in classified. Cause I was a huge ACE guy. I don't know if I want to see Ace in Classified. No, no. Like I said, Ace Ace without the jet, not much there. Yeah. Wild you, Bill without the dragonfly, you know, I think he can work. Maybe. He's got you more know? going and, on. And, I, and same thing for Cover Girl, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe Steeler. But, you know, I love Steeler. But yeah, you know, I like Steeler, too. Kind of, I love Thunder, right? But without yeah. the Slugger, what's the point? Right. A clutch you would need. Um. But as uh, long as they did clutch with a two-tone shirt, so he didn't fit in with any of the other OG guys. Exactly. Then I'm, then I'm He's got board. a two-tone shirt anyway. Get, 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 That's get a vest. That's a vest. Copperhead's boots aren't right. They should be straight on top. I, I mean, yeah, we're getting into details at that point. I actually like the boots because they look like like he'd be trying through a swamp in them. Yeah, waterproof swampy boots. So I actually like that difference. They uh, look like they look like moon boots. 
Like mom's sending them off to third grade in the winter. They look like accurate gear. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I see. And again, maybe it's just my unique play pattern from when I was a kid, but you, I used Copperhead for all kinds of stuff. So having him free and easy without the boat is, is, is cool. And I'm all right with it. I, I think it was a very unique color for Cobras too. Green. Yeah, that's true. Does yeah. that machete go in the sheath on I, his left? I hip? Otherwise you got an empty sheath with no sort, no, uh, no machete to go in it. Yeah. It just, the way it's angled, it looks, but it probably doesn't cover the whole blade. It probably hangs through, but, um, why would you want a blade down machete banging around on the back of your thigh by your, uh, Get ready to anterior. No, that's not your anterior cruciate. Right, ready, ready to cut your Achilles tendon. I know, but whatever. Um, but uh, Cobra's got kind of a swamp thing going on between. Zartan Did you say and, swamp thing? Yeah, between Zartan and and uh, a Crocmaster. So uh, Copperhead's going to fit right in with that crap. Swamp thing. It's not just a boring comic anymore. And uh, Kendall Chad Watts, you're a new name. Welcome to welcome to the live stream. We appreciate having you. Jeff Butler's with me. That machete looks great. Gotta, I make love, a, gotta make a movie about it. I love the dirty, hairy hand cannon with the scope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just there's so much overkill there. Love it. Asking punk to see fire six, five shots or six. That's pretty good. I wonder how big that holster is from the side, right? If it's going to fit that thing with a scope on top. But uh, moving forward, here's the star of our show. There's Shipwreck. Uh, complete with Polly and Polly's peg leg. Uh, he's got the the old school double-barreled flintlock pistol, and he's got the toupee. The uh, John Weber Memorial toupee. I'm digging that like crazy. <laughs> oh, that blasted semiflange said, uh, I just saw the tripwire had been announced. Well, yeah, we told you that yesterday. You gotta follow us on Twitter down below. You can see my cheesy bomb squatty graphic. That's right. Stick with Come us, on, man. Come on, come on, man. But um, yeah. So, uh, rack time, Rob. Your thoughts on Shipwrecker? I, I like Shipwreck. This is this is good and classic. Mark Weber. Uh that I love everything about this guy. I think it's rock solid. And my favorite bit, and they called it out. It makes a huge difference is just the slight weathering they put on the pants, right? Yep. Like, if he was yeah. just straight blue pants, he would look like he just walked off the assembly line, right? Like, this actually looks like, you know, he's been yeah, in it. that Navy dungaree look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really, really cool. And uh, Been around and seen some things and isn't necessarily good at doing the laundry. No, not necessarily. A little bit up in the stream, Matt Rubin uh, has a comment here about Copperhead's arm, dirty, hairy arm cannon that that is troubling me. So if you would indulge me. They said in the stream that Copperhead's arm cannon had a holster on his back. The holster at his hip is for the other gun. Okay. Well. Okay. And the shoulder holster is for what? Smokes? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, isn't that isn't that an open shoulder holster on his chest? Uh, that we're obscuring the Cobra logo with? I thought that's where like the Dr. Doom Mauser went. Yeah. There's nothing in there, right? Yeah. I thought yeah. That I think that little pistol goes in there. That's what I thought. Because that's a pretty big holster for that little gun. Hopefully, with the gun, with the handle pointed to our left, because you wouldn't draw it with your left hand if you're Copperhead. I had some poor guy online did a really good Chuckles custom, 
and it had the the shoulder holster, but it had the handle of the gun pointing the wrong way. And I'm like, brother, it's a fantastic work, but that gun's pointed the wrong way. And his response was just, son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Neil Hill asked, why did they show rock and roll in a repaint of Bazooka and not show snow job or scrap iron or someone else more exciting? It's because uh, Bazooka, or rather uh, snow job and scrap iron probably have a lot more going on than those guys in terms of accessories that haven't been built yet. Yeah. And they don't come out till like 2028. So you want to want to feed the reveals. <laughs> 2028. Yeah. But this guy, full win. This Shane dude. Simic, uh, we applaud Bazooka and Copperhead looking exactly like the originals, but say we don't want rock and roll to look like the original. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. We're, I didn't say that way. I didn't say that. Mark did not say that. I Look, yeah. I'm on the hook as saying I want some of these guys to look a little different. Rock and roll back in, in 82, we, we liked rock and roll. We remember rock and roll because he looked different than all those other generic looking guys like Zap and Short Fuse and Grunt. Um. We, we like Flash for the same reason, right? Uh, th those figures, they sold well, and people remember them, and people say, oh, that was my favorite. You know, we, we like Stalker and Snake Eyes and Scarlet because they don't look like the other ones. And I'm okay with them finally looking like something different. That rock and roll is going to look really bland if he's all one color here. Like, blowing blowing up the scale to six inches is great and it, it it gives you lots of opportunities for articulation but it also can reveal a lot of flaws in your character design because you got a lot more space to cover but and we so, all like we all like breaker breaker's got more going on it's all the same it's all the same color but it's it's layered he's got web gear he's got stuff going on here rock and roll has crossing ammo belts big big whoop Maybe if it wasn't, if it didn't, if it didn't highlight that bruised chest cut right under it, like literally put yeah, it, it, spot right above it. <laughs> the brutal chest cut right here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm totally fine. If they want to take a guy and make him totally unique, a totally new version of an old, a beloved character, or God forbid, an actual brand new character. Right. I'm all for that, but to make it almost, OG, and then go, yeah, we'll two-tone the shirt. Uh, not feeling that. Yeah, I, I like how Duke's got a similar shirt, even. Yeah. Gives it kind of a, a, a outfit uniformity. But uh, again, if you're going to take a classic uh, classic design and, and just make an ultimate version of it, okay, at least they're doing that. Like, Shipwreck, there's some folks out there that like the, the longshoreman look on Shipwreck. They don't like the classic Navy look, right? I'm not in that crowd, but I can go with it. So long as he keeps the teacup hat, because I think that's Shipwreck's defining uniform piece, right? Like, so long as he's got that that old school teacup hat, he's Shipwreck. Yeah, and if you don't like it, which I think is the minority, they gave you the toupee. Yeah. So, perfect, either way. <laughs> it's just so like, I, I love what they did with Lady J, right? At least until Mindbender appropriates it. It's going to be so good yes. on Mindbender. <laughs> Because I got to tell you, Lady J's hat looks terrible, right? You see, I like it with I like the hat. Yeah, I like the hat too. I like the hat, but I don't. Oh, what the teacup or the Lady J hat? Wait, I, I think the Lady J hat looks better on Mindbender. Oh no, no, not on Mindbender. That's hat. what I'm. It looks like Tweedledum. Yeah. Dumb. Needs a propeller. I thought you were talking about on Lady J. No, I'm talking about on my. I'm talking about all the fun we're going to have with Mindbender and all these other, all this headwear. The teacup hat on Mindbender oh, is yeah. going to look fantastic. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that's a win all the way around. Right? You know I'm going to set him up torturing uh, Falcon while wearing Falcon's beret. Mal- oh, Malcolm that's going to be so good. Malcolm Zedek says, every time they update Spidey's outfit, are you happy? No. Updated Superman, happy? No. Keep the classics. And I to that, I will say, a lot of times when they update Spider-Man's looks, I'm okay with them. Uh, it depends. Like black costume Spidey was pretty cool, knowing that they were going to go back to it. Back I'm already to- I'm already confused though, and you're the guy that straightened me out, Mike. Which Spider-Man are we talking about now? Because there's like 50 of them. You, all right, I'm going to cut you off now. So, uh, but uh, like <laughs> Ben Riley Spider-Man, that's a good suit, man. That's a good suit. You know, he's not hanging around forever. Ultimately, I like the original the best, but but uh, I don't mind a little change of pace. You got to change the look of things sometimes. Uh, Neil Hill also asked, anyone managed to secure a Serpentor? They went up early and weren't platinum member locked. Yes. Yeah. But I'm platinum, so. Yeah. So we were, I was there at 501 filling out my form. Hitting Spider-Gwen. I, I don't still know going on you, about Spider-Man? I don't know what you said there, and I'm moving on. Uh, <laughs> that brings us to our, our models. And they did have a model of the Hiss Gunner, the female Hiss Driver, and the Mickey Mouse Cobra Commander that's coming with the Hiss Tank. Um, they looked great. Um, that Hiss driver's got some some pretty gnarly looking pit tools going on there between that pickaxe and the shovel. It's like a spear and a spiked sledgehammer. Jesus, you can't see it on this picture, but the metallic red parts of that Hiss driver really pop. They yeah. look really something. The silver looks fantastic on the Hiss yeah. driver. Not so much on Cobra Commander's faceplate. Yeah, that that's my lone my lone, and it's a tiny criticism. Maybe maybe it's the light. Whatever yeah. whatever the silver is, silver they have yeah. is what they should use for that. Yeah, yeah, like what that 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 mask is probably hand painted, whereas that sticker is probably is probably a tampa. It's totally hand painted by Tony, who I like. Tony's rock solid market wise. He and uh, he and Lenny once uh, did Halloween as Hawk and Animal. Like oh, nice. legit, because they're, bu- they're <laughs> nice. both they're both buff. So they showed up shirtless. They did the hair and everything. <laughs> really impressive. Yeah, not too many guys are gonna go. Let's do the Legion of Doom shirtless. And like, okay, cool. Look, if that's if that's what you're coming up with, you're you can pull it off. Yeah, yeah. It was it was pretty impressive. Then on the way to the show, they kicked Joe Laurinaitis's ass just by chance. Right, knocked him right off his skateboard. Right there. <laughs> 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 so those guys uh they look great again we'll we'll know a little bit more when we get to see them in hand i guess but uh and then we get our our available for pre-order starting today crowd and the first of this of course was marauders barbecue who you can see there in his helmeted with no other head glory <laughs> Um, and I said this to Rack Time Rob when we, were, when we were watching it on the on the screen. I don't really like all that blue there, but I'll bet you if you take the original helmet, the gray helmet, and put it on there, it looks a lot better. Mm, could be. Did you guys like Slaughter's Marauders originally? I was done by the time Slaughter's Marauders came around. So so was I, I guess. But I, I dug them enough because I'm a sucker for a cheap repaint like that. I liked the characters that were involved. It just—I don't know if it was the color scheme. Again, I didn't. Like, I didn't. I, you know, to be quite honest, I probably didn't even know that they had happened. You know, right, that mean? was that was me because that stuff never came to bend. 
and no internet, so I wouldn't have even known. But uh, I like I like some of the mashups they did with the vehicles. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. The, like the big the, the big ve- the centerpiece vehicle for the for that. Um, is that the equalizer? The, the equalizer. I think yeah. that I think that's pretty badass. I did I did like the vehicles, but for me, yeah. the the repaints did nothing for me because none of them were improvements. Oh, that's why I like Night Force because some yeah. of them were big improvements conceptually, like uh, Psych Out, Crazy Legs. But Slaughter's Marauders, Tiger Force, it did nothing for me, and they still don't. Just eh. but Marauders, I thought were okay. I like Footloose. I like Spirit. I like Low Light. I like Mutt. You know, like these were guys that I played with a lot. So it was, I was just happy to see them all again and not getting forgotten. Yeah, I'll give you that. I think looking through that lens, whatever they looked like in the color palette was neither here nor there. But I think they were all inferior to their original versions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and to me, they already had the Renegades, who I kind of liked because everyone except Mike likes Mercer. So Mercer sucks. Maybe if they gave him a two-tone shirt, I'd like him. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah anybody know why they call him Mad Marauder Barbecue? Because they changed Slaughter's Marauders to the Mad Marauders. So that Okay. Uh, sure. Because it, it just goes to show you. So I, I don't know. I don't know why they did that, but they did it. Ain't nothing gonna stand in the way of Hasbro and a cheap repaint grab. They know my weakness. That's I did like, there's a photo of this they put up where he's kind of crouched with the axe and another weapon out. It's a total predator pose. Right. And it's pretty slick. Yeah, I was digging that. That was pretty cool. Uh, we're with you, Pendragon Designs. I think we all pre- prefer orange barbecue. Yeah. But this one's this one's okay. At least they went with the more darker colors than, than the light blue, but they could have done with a little less blue at that. Anyway, yeah. moving forward. Uh, we know Racktime Rob, who has no soul and knows no joy, is out. So <laughs> he just on this? he just nods, or in general, in general. But <laughs> All right. no. end on this. Yeah, I, I did not order this one. It uh, it brings us to the other the other repaint, the Crimson Bat, and um, you really I I want to dislike this, but I can't. Seeing the real life model and the in hand pictures sold me on it. I I ordered this one. Yeah, this this was the one I was prepared to not order. And yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. Throw one in the basket. Let's go. Yeah, this one and the last one are completest buys for me. Right, I have one of everything, so that's why they made it in the cart. But if I if I had already broken that, I wouldn't have needed this guy or the. I kind of looked at that and I got the idea in my head canon that Tomax and Zamot have some bats lying around just in case they want to cause trouble. You know, that's like, all right, we can do it. He's not, he's not bad. No, he's no, just, no. it's just unnecessary to yeah, me. I, yeah. I, if I didn't have one of each of everything so far, I wouldn't have needed this guy. It's better than Python bat. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I like no Python need- anything. That's a, that's a brand new character, Mark. Of all things that should be It's Python. not a new character, it's a repaint. That's garbage. Brand new character, Mark. Oh, no, this does not break the streak. You love him. It doesn't break the streak. You love it. <laughs> well, he's in the he's on his way. Eventually. Of all the things that should be Python, the bat is last on the list. Because <laughs> the there's nothing stealth about the bat. They should have done Python Pythona. That'd be awesome. Neil, Neil Hill says the Dreadnoughts need a bat. She don't need it. 
And I, I think that's, that's true. You run some robot out there in bright purple and green. Oh yeah. Just runs on grape soda. Be amazing. Right. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Run a grape soda and donuts. Do it. Hot. Hasbro hire Neil Hill. Maybe he shoots donuts out of a big gun. Oh, I do tooling. That, you know, knowing the dreadnoughts, that's probably what they send on their donut runs. They could do it. They could make like the flamethrower attachment could be the grape soda dispenser. Right. Like <laughs> there you go. Now we're talking. They completely bastardize the thing. Uh, Brian King's like me. I ordered one. I'll get more when they go on sale at Dorkside. There you go. Maybe they could give us three attachments with the like buzzer's weapon and ripper's weapon and torch's weapon. So it's like real life bat where the robot's replacing the actual human jobs. <laughs> and it comes I think with only, the, really with the between the claw and the torch, all they'd have to add is a chainsaw. Yeah, and he comes with a giant like two handed fork, which get it, makes. Get it. Makes monkey wrench redundant before he even arrives. Getting replaced by robots in your job turns them into the existential dreadnoughts. That's it. <laughs> They're just going to go back home and, and post and post angry things on Facebook. It's gonna be I good. like I like it when I go get to go high concept on a joke like that. Anyways, uh, so after the crimson bat got Falcon, and oh my god, I can I can hear Falcon. Carson screaming from here. Yeah, still. Like un un unbroken since twelve thirty this afternoon. Um, that he's pretty outstanding. And they said on on the uh, on the show he looked a little darker, if you were watching, uh, because of the just the lights and getting washed out and stuff. But he, right. he looks a little brighter in this photo here with the with doing such things correctly. And yeah, this is this is a winner. Uh, Mark, your thoughts? I, I really like him. Uh, and my 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 only complaint I had originally is when they spun him around, his backpack is super square. It looks like someone took, like, a, an airline roller bag and just glued it to his back. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't contour to the back at all. It's just, it looks like, you know, a, a cube on the back, like an energy. Well, I mean, cube it's, hold, it's holding the radio unit, so I guess it probably just is a cube. Yeah, I get it. It just, yeah. it, it looked a little wonky. And then the more I looked at it, something was bugging me. And this was the same thing when I looked at the starting lineups forever and then went, oh, yeah, there's no tattoos. So they look nothing like the actual athlete. Looking at this, I was looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, and it's the knees. Right, unless those are actual knee pads, which they've done on other figures, how come there's no camo on the knees at all? It completely breaks up what otherwise is a really slick camo pattern. So it could that could be a tiny error and something they're going to fix and no big deal. But right now, I can't look at them and not look at the funky knees. Are you calling that a brutal knee cut? Right, I'm calling that an omission. <laughs> I hope they didn't just run out of the camo paint and go, hey, let's skip the knees. But Mark, Mark Weber's brutal knee cut. It's coming. Right. That's but I mean, look at it. Now you, can you not see it now that you're looking at it? <sighs> no, no. See? Now so let's let's hope, you know, just just an oops and the final will totally have camo running down the whole pants. Um otherwise they should just make the knees like silver. So they look like knee pads. But. Maybe he went out to Lowe's and got those gardening knee pads. Ooh, that's a good Maybe idea. That's, what there. that's, that's a good that idea. Um, that, that's my my lone lone critique. This is a this is a, well, and the roller bag backpack. 
but this is uh this is a very sharp figure rack time rob yeah this only thing is i wish they'd given a sidearm you know but other than that this is a great figure you don't need no sidearm he's got his shotgun and then he'll just kill you by spitting at you <laughs> I like to keep this just hand. pull out the knife and gut everybody i like to keep this handy for close encounters i heard that and then we got uh, original strength outback. See, he has knee pads. He 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 did go gardening. Yeah, we've seen his receipt. Yeah, it's true. But anyways, um, he's growing his own food out there. But uh, yeah, no, outback looks great too. Uh, I hope he's got. Outback was always funny to me because in the the old figure, he had this gigantic backpack that, like, as big as the figure. That's why he's got those thick straps, baby. That's right. Because <laughs> you know Outback, he's thick in the straps, bro. He is thick in the straps, bro. I gotta, I gotta go make that. No, I'm not gonna do that. But I will put, I will throw up the banner. So, <laughs> and you can tell this is original Outback because it says Survivor on his chest. Yeah, <laughs> Survivor. He's a big fan of Survivor. Survivor. He's got a burning heart. And on the and, back, it says and, home of the on the back, it says home of the blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> so rack time, Rob. What do you think here? Uh, another good one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. look, I I love the sheer weirdness of Tiger Force Outback, but that's because he's based on a really great figure uh, and a and a really great character in this one. So, yeah, he's absolutely a win. Now, bear with me here, but they made a point of this, so we're going to have to change this up a little bit. Hang on. Oh, wait. There we go. A little extra light. Let's turn this up a little uh, a little more, just so we can get a good look here at the old uh, red-headed forearm here, right? Is that, uh, is that hair looking bright red to anybody? Maybe he's just got thicker arm hair than you have. No, 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 no. They they made a deal a big deal to call that out, right? That hang on, I'm gonna fix I fix the light here. There we go. That uh we made sure to get the arm hair the right color. Because the original, you know, the one they did was white haired, white arm hair. Okay, fine. But by and large, redheads don't have red arm hair. And I know this because I've done some research on the topic. Well, maybe he does because he's burly. It's silver. Dude, it looks like he's it looks like he's uh like he has a cutting himself problem with all these little red chops all over his arms. So they're, they're track marks. Bushes. He, he has to, he has to go out in the wilderness to escape his heroin problem. He looks, he looks incredible. It's a great figure. Um, but the, Hey, we painted his arm hair red thing is uh, inaccurate just to humanity. So, and as a card carrying redhead under the hat, uh, I got a problem with that. So ginger arm hair is a no, huh? It should, it's not red. So, yeah. Oh, I got a complaining cat. Just <laughs> make a lot of guest appearances. So oh, look, you, so you no, got a cat then. That's what He figured saying. it out. You know, he figured it out. I gave him better access to the stairs. There you go. So he was confused by it. But now Colin is unleashed. Go get him, Wolverine. He's thick in the arm hair, bro. Dude, he's thick in the claw. <laughs> That's why I was paying attention. I'm like, look, dude, don't rip me up during the show. That's a uh, pure flack monkey says I've had a few redheaded friends with the red arm here. So, yeah, well, it's easy to lie on the internet. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to welcome him as a new name. And there you go. Calling him there out. You are. 
oh. trash. Yeah, yeah, but they were all girls. Oh, but her. To say, let me let me just check. Nope, I just did some research. <laughs> don't go taking him seriously, man. He's just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm awful. just hassling you. It's good to, good. Don't to, engage the Weber. My God, good man. To have you. Have you good to have you. We're happy to have you. Yes, I do. Uh, I do want to have uh, uh, the uh, genetic traits of redheads mansplained me on my own show. <laughs> And of course, uh, the fifth figure that we got to see uh, the the early run of here is CoverGirl. And uh, we don't have Gary Godso on the show, renowned CoverGirl fan. No, but I can hear him right now. <laughs> that, that too started about 1.30 this afternoon. No! And that hasn't stopped either. Actually, I think this, this figure is so good, Gary may go over. That's the, you know, the reason I put her in the thumbnail was in case, in case Gary was, was watching. It's the whole reason. But uh, Brian King has a has a good point there. I wish she came with a blonde hair piece, a la Lady J. But I think if you're gonna do if you're gonna do Sunbow Cover Girl, then you need to do some other recoloring as far as the uniform goes, and that's that's something you could do in another figure. Well, and I'm glad they didn't actually, because that's what they gave Super Seven, right? And their Cover Girl, even though it's five points of articulation, is the blonde. Sunbow cover girl. So if you're gonna if that's what they get to do, if that's the the kiddie pool essentially they license to swim in, I don't think you should be borrowing from it for your main line. Plus, I mean, you know, Sunbow only did that on that first miniseries and they corrected it for every other appearance afterwards. Right. You know, but so still, it's it's fun. Everybody knows what you're talking about when I when I say it, so that's why I keep calling it that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, text jokes suck. Yeah, we know. We know. That's why we come and do a live stream. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but uh, nice wrench. We agree. She must work out. But uh, Matt Rubin is in agreement with us. This cover girl is an fan fantastic. This may be the winner of this wave. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't expect that to to be the case. But yeah, but this may be the best one of the five. Uh, certainly edging out the crimson bat. Yeah, she's pretty much perfect. And you see this this kind of vest with the arms as the sleeves to form a jacket thing quite a bit at this yeah. scale. And sometimes it's really wonky. Yeah. But this is really, really good. Yeah. 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 Like maybe they had the thought to not paint the entire torso piece the lighter color and actually keep that area around the shoulders the same dark brown. And I think I think they tried especially hard to make sure there was a lot of fabric wrinkling there, like in the arms, because it just screams sleeve, right? So, but uh, toy kind of mood. Uh, Travis says, "Spoiler alert for my stream tomorrow." I agree with you guys. Covergirl wins this PulseCon pageant, so there you go. Uh, instead of watching the toy kind of mood live stream, you can just watch reruns of what's on your mind, mm -hmm. or it gives you time to change it if you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Maybe he's giving us a false spoiler, right? He's trying to he's trying to bring us down. That's a low blow, Travis. Low no, blow. Travis is the best. He's <laughs> going to have Julia Hart in her body cast on his show tomorrow. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good show. It it is. It is on a toy kind of mood. We, we have a good time with the toy kind of mood. Absolutely, good stuff. We've we've had Travis on the show before. 
not too long ago. Even we kicked Rack Time Rob off for him. Man, Rack Time yeah. Rob's got a blood feud. Don't don't think Rob took that laying down either. No, no he was absolutely. He was pissed. He's gonna, yeah. up, he's gonna sneak up behind him, hit him with a long box. Bam. And, uh, Andrew Galgo. I can't to... swing a long box like that. Long boxes weigh five hundred pounds. Yeah, tell me about it. So Andrew Galgan says uh, CoverGirl's looking smart and with a different shotgun than Falcon. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I like the I like that they put a little extra effort into that even. Well, and then the data pad on the side, you know, I mean, and well, it, it has the the decal on it like she's doing specs on a Wolverine. If yeah. they're sa- if they're same wave though, you couldn't have used the shotgun because it'd be in a different mold. So uh, just saying. So, I mean, what do I know? Uh, what like you used to run the brand or something? Right, ran it into the ground. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it hit the ground and then they they tried to make you take off with it. I didn't. Re- I thought I was getting in on the launch. I was actually getting in on the dead cat bounce. <laughs> At least as <laughs> as far as upper management was concerned, we're still making that stuff. John Warden got to do Pursuit of Cobra. Where they didn't know they were making it, but they had still allocated a bunch of funds and tooling and items to it. <laughs> Lightning in a bottle, man. You can't expect man. that. Man. Oh. But uh, yes, uh, for everybody wor- worrying about the Hasbro Pulse pre-orders, uh, Matt Rubin has the best advice of the night. Check Amazon. These five figures here, they, they are general release. They are going to be available everywhere that sells G.I. Joe classified, so you are not limited to Hasbro Pulse. I, I have uh, basically minutes after 6 o'clock, I got the email from Big Bad Toy Store and Entertainment Earth letting you know that they're here. Yeah. And they are they typically don't sell out from the from the from there. Mm-hmm. So Supentor being even sold the, uh, kind of a even bummer, the though. Yeah, we'll now we'll now, get to it. There, yeah, there is a, a little bit of a different story uh, with this gentleman. And yes, I, I rather than get blurry photos from from the studio shots i just went ahead and, and put up the ones that they gave us at san diego um but uh, this guy is a pulse con exclusive he is only available at hasbro pulse and unfortunately right now uh, he was he was done within minutes of the um of the general release at 6 p.m so congratulations if you got a hold of one don't be a jerk to those who weren't uh, those who didn't rather uh but Serpentor is is pretty badass, and yeah. uh, we got to see him a little bit. Uh, they were playing with him a little bit on the the live stream today. Mark, what were your thoughts on Serpentor now that we've seen him in action? I mean, one of the things that's I'm looking at here is look at the 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 waist, like right above the belt, right? Is that that looks like a pivot, like an old O ring waist, right? Doesn't it, it? Might I, be. I don't know. The only this figure's fantastic. And everything about it's great. The one bit is he is suffering from armadillo head syndrome a little bit. And if you take the the cowl off, he's got the cowl on the gold uh, neck pillow, so to speak, whether he's flying the chariot there. But without it in that second photo, that head is super pinched. If that's a full human head, and I know what it's like to have a big old human head, (laughs) with a helmet on top of it, it looks a little long, but I think that's just the the height of the helmet adding to it. Might be. That's that's my lone, literally my lone concern here, because the rest of it's just fantastic. Uh, the price point was a little bit. I thought that was a little bit 
disingenuous not to mention the price point on the actual panel. And I know it would have gone over like a fart in church, but it is what it is. And if you think, if you think it's too high and it's going to go over badly, then, you know, maybe it is. Or if there's a lot more tooling, a lot more cost in it than is apparent, then explain that. But I thought it was really conspicuous that they didn't mention the price at all. Not that it bothered anyone because it sold out in what, six minutes. Well, I mean, if you count the the hour that it was available for uh, Pulse Premium members, uh, a little over an hour. So obviously, it they could have sold a whole lot more, and maybe they will. Maybe yeah. they'll make it available yeah. some tomorrow, or who knows. So I'm not I'm not judging it based on today being the end. And if you didn't get one, you're mad, and it'll never get fixed. But if what they wanted was to pub that premium members had an hour to relax and order, but if you weren't a premium member, man, you had to be quick or you miss out. They certainly delivered that message today. If that's the message they wanted to deliver. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I, I think everybody needs to take heart a little bit. I think that they'll do with this like they did with Mindbender. I think we'll see more of them come out fairly Dude. cheaply. There really hasn't been anything. When all was said and done, there hasn't been anything that was really hard to find. Right. Right. So, uh, I, I I agree with you. I think there there there's more to be told here. They they were they were surprised basically. They they went crazy. You know what they thought was crazy on the production on Mindbender, and they found they didn't have enough. Mm-hmm. And they were talking that you know when Mindbender happened that you know maybe we got to up. You know, and maybe they'll do the same thing for Serpentor too, because I, I think again they 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 just keep shortchanging the 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 demand on this brand. Yeah. I, I don't think they know what a hot seller they've got. Yeah, because nobody would set out to go. It's pretty rare that you go. Okay, we want to make sure we short the production here. Yeah, right. Occasionally to fan the flames a little bit. That's that's possible, but it's but it's rarely the best answer. <laughs> Right. I, I really I think, want to make the fan base situ- angry. Yeah. I, I think they're in a situation that they know they've got a hit, but I don't think they know what a big hit they've got. Right. Uh, well, or the idea that Mindbender, even though they're both exclusive, Mindbender is not nearly as popular as Serpentor. No, Serpentor probably carries a little bit more weight than Mindbender. Yeah. 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 So, but. Right. Yeah. Matt Rubin. It's not like we funded a HasLab within the first eight hours or anything. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I, I imagine they had to have these things, you know, already in production and order set by the time that HasLab opened up. So yeah. I think the extreme lack of attempt to push GI Joe back into the mainstream shows that they don't know what they have. Right, right, yeah, right. I, you know, I mean, this is the lack of the lack of uh, animation presence. I think shows that they don't quite know what they have. And and look at the whole first year. The whole first year's designs were made to tie into a video game that wasn't very good. Right, like that's prop probably what kind of got it greenlit in the first place. Right. They've been talking about Six Inch Joe for a long time, right? Yeah. Bobby Valla and I pitched Six Inch Joe, so yeah, they didn't take I, it. They probably yeah, didn't. and I mean the no. writing after Black Series and Marvel Legends, you know, I mean, you had to figure the writing was on the wall for Six Inch GI Joe. They were willing to do it for the third movie. That was already. You right. know, getting getting the nod. And that was before it was a Snake Eyes movie when it was just going to be GI Joe three. But 
But the second Bobby and I went into, we, and then after the movie, you can, you know, keep that peg space and move into, uh, you know, G.I. Joe, we call it G.I. Joe Elite. And the second we said that, the gal, the, the biggest name in the room, started shaking her head no. Didn't speak because we were still talking, but basically killed our pitch before we could even make it, which was garbage. And she's selling shoes now. <laughs> so we're, we're running long, so let me go ahead and, and move this along a little bit. Um, we also then got the news of the 40th anniversary limited edition Nerf G.I. Joe blaster, which is a, a neat idea that doesn't look at all good in the execution. Yeah, that nobody wants. Right. Yeah. Look, nobody I, wants this. I, I'd have been all over a Nerf G.I. Joe gun. Really, I would have, but it's got to look a little better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they made they made a pretty cool looking, you know, Nerf Boba Fett gun. And I was when they said that when the Nerf guy got on there, I said, did they make a Nerf snow job gun? You know, it's like and then I saw that. And I was like, pass. Yeah. Look, if they were trying to sell this to kids, it would be a different story because it yeah. wouldn't matter. But they're not. They're no. $80 limited edition 40th anniversary G.I. Joe Nerf gun. Yeah. And they're trying to sell it to people our age. And this isn't going to do it. Like you no. at least got to make something that looks cartoony cool right yeah right the uniform fluorescent green with gi joe tampos on it great right we'll take that that's it's, it's it looks fake military enough and and it's kitschy and it's fun this looks like like you took you took some some marketing intern and said okay here's a nerf gun and here's some gi joe insignia and put the stickers on yeah put as many of them on the gun as you can yeah as many of them as will fit just go for it, and we'll give you an extra cookie if you're done in three minutes. And they were out of there in 2.30 because they wanted that extra cookie, damn it, and all of those stickers were gone. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's tough. It's it's Yeah, this, like I said, I'd have been interested in something if it was the XMLR3A. Yeah, but... I Look, I... My, I, love, my... I love Nerf guns. They're awesome, and I would have yeah. all... But this is terrible. Yeah. You know, and and my brother Mike is a retired police officer. So I'm totally down with toy blasters being bright pink and bright oh, yeah, orange and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Totally got it. Luckily, this is a franchise where you can make that work if you want to. Right. But nobody wants a blaster that's Joe on one side and Cobra on the other. No, no, this Even looks like this looks like the uh <clears throat> like the crayon the, the crayon bots threw up on it. Yeah. And then when they flipped it over to clean it off, it got it again. It's, yeah, make make if you if you had to do this, and this is they said this is a super popular blaster. Maybe it hasn't been on the market in a while. Okay, but make a Joe one that looks good, and make a Cobra one that looks good. It's just it's just right. a skin. It's still a repaint. Maybe it's an item count thing. But Paige Wagner, not not a not a common visitor to our live stream. They gave him three minutes. He only needed two. That's it. This might sell to a few diehard Nerf collectors. This right. won't. This won't sell to Joe collectors at no. all. At half the price, it wouldn't sell to Joe collectors. Yeah, and then uh, included with this, uh, there is the limited edition Nerf cover to GI Joe 300, uh, cover art by Dion Carrico, uh, and that is again, it's included with that eighty dollar limited edition nerf gun thanks to diana for the info there i i'm amused by this cover because 
those are Joes wearing safety goggles that they don't wear when they're fighting Cobra, but they do wear when they're firing Nerf darts. So that, that makes <laughs> me laugh a lot. <laughs> Your favorite Joe slinging some foam. Guarantee the guy wasn't holding a real comic three. I yeah, I doubt that too. But yeah, I made him an advanced copy. Yeah, the the uh, the it's close the, enough. They're only two away. The extreme GI Joe comic collectors have have now entered the fray on the Nerf gun, but there's going to be a lot of them sitting in closets. But yeah, like I I I I collect the comic, but I don't care about all the covers. So yeah. Our, our friends, uh, Roger and Josh, who did the uh, after action report, they'll be all over. That's right. They'll so, sold two. They got two or maybe people. one and they'll share it. <laughs> Only one of them's got to buy it for the book. So we know Josh is getting it because that's the guy who he, he Josh's Josh's G.I. Joe comic collection is extensive. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's, there's that, that. literally that guy's got issues. Ah, <laughs> ah. And then later, uh, they, they had a, a brief interview segment with Sergeant Slaughter and a brief one with Larry Hama, and you can catch those full interviews. Uh, it was Emily talking to to uh, Sarge, and then Larry was talking to uh, one of the acquisitions guys. Or one no. Of the, one of the licensing guys, I'm sorry. No. No? She sold him as a guy from the licensing team. team. How about vice president of publishing? Oh, wow. That's, that guy's one of my favorite guys at Hasbro, Michael Kelly, super sharp. All right. Hey, he's a licensing guy. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, yeah, okay, good. Some good. licensing dude. Good, 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 good. Good. Can't tell the players apart without a program. Yeah, so anyways, there's there's those and they are on the Hasbro Pulse YouTube channel. By all means, check them out uh, once we're done here tonight. Uh, and you know we're we're getting real close to that two hour mark, so let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. We got the fiend, uh, Racktime Rob. Who's your big winner today? Uh I mean that Serpentor is awesome, but I was really did not expect Covergirl to come out looking as good as she does. All right, so Mark Weber. Uh shipwreck's great. Like <laughs> I I can't I can't it's find any. Anything a lender, and you're giving it the crown. Some people accuse me of being negative now and then, uh, but I mean, that's <laughs> that shipwreck is tremendous. And I'm not a big shipwreck guy, but it's a great looking fig, just chef's kiss. I, I am, uh, I'm going Serpentor just to be a little different because that that's just that's good, and I'm looking forward to it. And that that air chariot is just it's beefy, it's hoss, it's what we what we should have. Well, we should have seen another an air chariot back in 1986. Yeah, but we, but, but yeah, like I said, we kind of knew it was coming. So I mean, I kind of went with Cover Girl was a bit of a surprise. I was wondering how they were going to handle the vehicle driver without the vehicle. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not asking yeah. you to defend it. You're good. Oh, I know. Quick, I'm just quick shout outs. Right time, Rob. Shout out to the audience. Thanks for coming on a weird night. That's a good point. Yeah, and yeah, some new blood. Good. New blood. Yeah. <laughs> Up over 80 tonight in the live chat, and a night that we're not normally active. So, and to uh, anybody I insulted, I'm, what's what's the athlete apology? I'm sorry you were offended, which is a way <laughs> to apologize without saying I'm sorry about anything. <laughs> Quick shout outs, Mark Weber. Uh, well, it's got to go to the Weber kids, right? Happy birthday weekend to uh, to my spawn. <laughs> Your spawn. So, well, yeah. that just sounds charming. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm an old McFarland guy. So there you go. There you go. Anybody else? No, that's good. All right. I want to give a quick shout out to the folks watching at home, of course, to anybody who's catching us uh, on the replay. We appreciate you guys, too. Uh, and of course, if you're catching us over on uh, on our anywhere our podcasts are, are found audio, whether that's Podbean or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, what have you. Great. We love all of you. You're all integral to what we do here. Uh, quick reminder that the thing you can do to help us out the most is head over to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, hit like to the video, uh, get us into uh, the the uh, the algorithms there a little bit more and, and help us grow this thing. Uh, if you're, uh, you know, just do whatever you can. We, we appreciate it. Just a couple of clicks. It's just a few seconds out of your day, and we, we really appreciate it. Be sure to check out all of our social media down below. Uh, if you catch us on YouTube tonight, like the video, share it, subscribe, of course. Catch us on Facebook. Uh, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy because we love little huggy guy. And uh, again, help uh, Facebook traffic will we'll help drive this chariot as well. That's all we got for tonight. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us on a weird night. We're letting you off a little bit early. Normally, we're only getting started at 9 o'clock, right? That's right. That's right. Tonight, tonight you get to go out at 9 o'clock. Like, you can actually watch a movie or something. It's fantastic. That's what we do. We're good people. We're good to you. We're good to our fans. <laughs> we'll be back next week and on Friday at our normal time. Uh, so for Racktime Rob, for the Honcho Mark Weber, I'm Mike Kirizari. Have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, thanks for tuning in to our, uh, what, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> As for Boston 2022 G.I. Joe Roundup, have a great weekend. Yo, Joe. <laughs>